Hello and welcome to Build Back Better, a series of online conversations from For the Region about the future of South West Wales. Hello and welcome to another episode of Build Back Better, a series of online conversations from us here at For the Region about the future of South West Wales. Today, a really important conversation. Next year in 2021, the Senate elections will take place and for the first time anyone over the age of 16 will be able to vote in those elections. And given the number of years since the last Senate elections, that effectively means that 220,000 people will be voting for the first time in next May's elections. So we really need to be thinking about what that means for those election campaigns and those manifestos and also for the future of Wales in general. And so today I'm really delighted to be speaking to an amazing young woman from Pembrokeshire. Bethany Roberts is the Learner Voice Coordinator at Pembrokeshire College and she's got an inspiring story to tell about getting involved in local projects and volunteering since the age of 11 and using her voice to make sure that young people are around the table with decision makers and really have a voice in local communities, in politics and in major organisations. Welcome Bethany, I'm so glad to have the opportunity to talk to you today. Thank you for having me. Now uh, let's just start by understanding a little bit about who you are. So you work at Pembrokeshire College at the moment, helping to make sure students in the college have a voice in decision making. But that's a passion of yours, isn't it? And something you've been involved in for a long time. Tell us about your sort of journey up until now. So it all sort of kicked off when I was 11 years old. So I started off as head of my local youth club. So from there then, I was involved with Pembrokeshire Children's Rights Office. So I gained the passion sort of representing young people, having young people aware of their children's rights and just having a voice and say on things that matter to them. So we started involving young people in decision making in Pembrokeshire on a Pembrokeshire level, being involved in interviews, having discussions with decision makers. And then I was sort of involved then with national pieces of work there with things such as Public Health Wales. They have young ambassadors to help them work with Public Health Wales better, with Children in Wales and work with Welsh Government and the Welsh Assembly. I also was part of the UK Youth Parliament, so I was elected as a UK Youth Representative for Pembrokeshire when I was 16 years old and I had the chance then to voice the voices of young people in the House of Commons at the age of 17 about lowering the voting age and that's been something that I've been passionate about for many years so about lowering the voting age for 16 year olds. And that campaign was successful of course and here in Wales you know we're looking forward to May when people from the age of 16 will be able to vote in those elections so that's a major victory. Tell me what you think that means you know do you think lots of young people will want to vote in next May's elections and what do you think they'll be voting for? You know young people are often accused of not really being engaged in politics but when you look at the big campaigns around climate in recent years young people seem to want to have a voice. Do you think they'll use that voice in the upcoming elections? I think definitely we'll be surprised by the amount of young people that will be interested. I think it's quite easy to assume that we wouldn't be interested due to recent events around the climate and other things. We can have a look at the BLM movement. Young people have come out and they have voiced their opinions. So I think hopefully that will be the case with the new elections and hopefully they'll all come out and sort of vote. Hopefully they'll realise the importance of voicing their vote and seeing what comes of that. 
Yeah, and have young people been engaged with the Welsh Government over recent years to help inform policy? How are young people involved so far in shaping what, what government does? So there's many pieces of work going on across Wales. So the pieces of work I've been involved in have been part of Young Wales, which is a group that work with Welsh Government about consultations with young people and what they think. But then in recent years, they've also set up their Welsh Youth Parliament. So they have a youth parliament that's sit in the Senate and they discuss about things that affect young people and what young people think about topics that they're going to be discussing. So I think as years have gone on, we've definitely got better at setting with young people and them being involved. But there is many good pieces of work that are happening across Wales that are involved with Welsh Government. I think speaking for my own organisation and many others, we sit around the table quite often and we you know, we're coming up with ideas of, of strategies and things that we could do. And we're saying to ourselves, you know, we need to involve more young people in this. We need to hear what young people think. But the challenge for most organisations and businesses is actually how do you do that? You know, how can you get young people talking around the table in our, in our own organisations and, and hear that voice? Are there examples from all your work of where organisations have done that really well? What would your advice be? to any organisation that thinks we need to hear more from young people? Yes, definitely. So I think the first thing would be for me to suggest to any organisation would sort of recognise where the young people are that are interested. So what's been quite effective for us with when we've been working with like the youth, local youth forums and stuff is direct yourself to those youth forums that are set up. I know there's many youth forums across Wales that are very, very active. So if there was an organisation that wanted to get young people involved, then I would direct myself towards those youth forums that are already set up. And then that sort of helps them build that relationship and then they can get other young people involved. My advice would be just don't be scared to do it. Like, it's fine. And it's all right to make mistakes about things. I think young people are just grateful that, you know, they are sort of given the opportunity to be involved because not everything's going to be perfect straight away. But learning from that and just taking that first step is definitely better than nothing. Definitely recognising where those young people are in the beginning and sort of directing yourself to them. That's really great advice and using the structures that already exist in the form of those youth forums. And you're right, you know, the responsibility is with organisations and decision makers to make the first step and start that conversation with young yeah. people. Mm. And I think you mentioned some examples about Pembrokeshire County Council and how they have integrated the voice of young people into some of their practices and I wondered if you wanted to talk about some of the kind of good examples of what you've seen where young people's voices have been heard have been listened to and have made a difference. Definitely so I think the main part of the council's mention is the Children's Rights Office and the Pembrokeshire Youth Services so they've been the main drive to get young people involved in those uh, decisions in the county council so because of them they have been involved in many interview panels around for example people that are working with young people so the director of education down to youth workers down to pretty much anybody that will be working with young people so that's a really effective way of showing that young people being involved in their decisions do benefit them at the same time because there has been a few times where it's changed their opinion of some interview panels or quite a lot of the time they have the same opinion that's one of the good examples that I can think of that has been quite effective that's a great example. Yeah, nice to hear that. You recently took part in the Future Generation Commissioner's Office Leadership Academy. What was the purpose of that academy and how did that take your work to another level? 
So I was lucky enough to be put forward for the Leadership Academy by Public Health Wales. So the Leadership Academy was basically a group of young leaders come together to upskill and identify good leadership skills and make sure how we can take back the Future Generations Act back to our own organisations, how we can implement that with the work that we do. So we did many things, so sort of just identifying our main leadership skills, things that we need to improve on. We had many different speeches by some amazing leadership figures in Wales or in the UK. So that was a great experience to sort of upskill and show what I'm good at and what I can improve at. So that was an amazing experience and identified for me how important the Future Generations Act is for every piece of work that we do in Wales. Did it also help you to connect with other people that feel as passionately as you do about these issues? You know, are there a lot of young people in Wales who are, you know, really blazing a trail and doing amazing things? You you are a great example. Have you connected with others that are on a similar journey? Oh yeah, definitely. Especially the Future Generations Academy, definitely, because it was different organisations that had all put forward a person sort of represent them. So that was a really good networking opportunity. We all have the same passion, but in a different areas. So that was a good way to come together and have like the discussion. But involved in like the, the youth work type of stuff with the youth forums and stuff, there's so many young people with the same passions, different opinions, but all very passionate about young people having a voice. So it's really interesting to see how many people are actually really interested in being involved and having their say yeah it's really great to hear that isn't it because young people get a bad rap quite often in the press Mm. and in the media for you know being not interested in these important issues but from everything you've said it's kind of it's really hopeful it's actually this this wave this new generation of very well informed you know very savvy people with progressive politics who want to see significant changes in the way our society is run and the way our communities work and know what they're talking about. And now for the first time here in Wales, we'll be able to vote in the Senate elections and hopefully you know, make a real difference and start to drive change in the direction of, of politics as a whole. What do you think young people will be voting for? What are the issues that they care about the most that will inform who they vote for in the next elections? Well, that's a very good question. I think mainly the climate, the environment's a massive thing for people my age and younger. Young people are very aware of some of the things that are going on in the world. So I think climate's a massive thing. In terms of education, is also a massive thing. It's quite easy to sort of make decisions against young people because we're not having that voice. So it's quite easy to sort of take things away or change things because no one's having that say on that. I think if young people come out and vote, then, you know, they're sort of being held accountable to, to like some decisions that are being made against young people. So I think quite a lot of things probably would have not been voted for, would be voted for now because people are having their say about things. So I think anything sort of directed at young people would be a massive thing that people would look out for. And speaking as a young person growing up in our region, do you think young people are thinking about the future of the South West Wales economy, what the job opportunities are? You know, are young people thinking about how they're going to be able to carve out a role for themselves 
in our region? What do you think the issues are there? I think definitely people are very aware, especially at my age, the university stage, where you've got to sort of think about what degree you're going for, will you be able to get a job at the end of it? I think that's been some of the challenges I've faced about if I wanted to go and do my degree, I don't think I could live in Pembrokeshire. I think I would have to move. They are very aware of some of the challenges. There's a lot of positives as well. Like there's quite a lot of jobs around for young people, but I think quite a lot of young people are aware of the fact that maybe they might have to make some changes to their lives to sort of adapt to what their careers are going to be. For example, in Pembrokeshire, I think quite a lot of people have their jobs and they're in it for a long time, which also puts my generation (laughs) in an awkward position because there's not new jobs frequently coming out. So I think that's definitely a challenge, but I think it's a good way to allow young people to move around and experience things as well so I think it's a positive and a negative. And it's been a really difficult year for young people in education and obviously your role in the college must have been very strange this year with Covid and the lockdown. How's that experience been and what do you think has been the impact on young people? Does that inform their politics? Are they are they happy with the way the coronavirus has been managed? What are young people saying about that? I think coronavirus has been very awful, but I think it's been good in terms of where we live, sort of picking up the pace in terms of technology. We were very behind. So I think this has done well in terms of opening opportunities. So travelling was also an issue for your people here. So open the opportunity so I can I can have a conversation with you and have an interview, interview with you rather than me travelling and taking up a lot of time and contributing to the environment and stuff like that. So there's been that positive, but I think young people are very aware of some of the challenges that are coming in terms of the economy there's quite a lot of local small businesses that have shut down which has been very unfortunate they have like missed the value of face-to-face work and face-to-face communication that's been something that's been brought up quite a lot with the college that they miss you know just the interaction of talking to people hopefully we'll get back to that stage at one point the feel has been that young people have been quite positive and understand that you know this way of working is for a reason but I think they're very aware of the politics behind it in terms of you know, if things were done better, then it would be a lot easier to do certain things. But there's quite a few things that people are aware of, I think. So what else are you passionate about that you would love to use this opportunity to talk about? I say like people being involved in decision making as an umbrella type of thing. I think what I've been involved in mainly is basically children's rights, safeguarding. I've done a lot of work with public health wares and basically like the future gen type of stuff, making sure people are considering young people in decision making. Because I think that's what it all sort of comes back to is young people being involved in decisions that affect them, the future gen stuff. Can you think of a really great example from your experience of where that's worked really well, like where an organisation has done really well at that and what a difference that's made. In Pembrokeshire County Council in the education department or if there was going to be any sort of member of staff working with young people they would have young people sat at interview panels uh, so I was involved in a few of them the likes of like the director of education or the cabinet member for social care something like that we have quite a lot of meetings with them those have been quite effective. Public Health Wales they didn't have to have young ambassadors but they have to have produce an annual quality statement that's understandable for young people there's quite a lot of examples I can give where it has been effective I think they've relaunched it there's something called the National Participation Standards for Wales so it was launched by Young Wales on behalf of Welsh Gov so we measure organisations where they're measuring organisations on how they how well they participate with young people and how well they're involved in decision making and stuff like that yeah that's great and you start to hold organisations to account then don't you when you have a system for measuring it they become more accountable 
Yeah, definitely. So it gets rid of that checkbox exercise of, I think sometimes organisations look at having young people at the table sort of as a trendy thing, like, oh, we've got them at the table, so that's a good thing. But it's like, is it effective? And are you actually listening to them? And are you actually doing something about it rather than just sitting there and just listening? So that's a good way of sort of measuring that they are actually there for a good reason. Thank you so much for all your insight today. It's really refreshing, actually, to have the perspective of a 20-year-old living in Pembrokeshire in such an articulate and informed way that you've set out some of the key issues that organisations need to be thinking about. Name some of the youth forums and the networks that we can all engage with better to make sure we're hearing more from people like you about the things that matter. So there's, there's quite a lot of youth forums across this region. So in Pembrokeshire, we have something called the Pembrokeshire Youth Assembly. That's a, a local authority youth forum. And there's quite a few of them in each local authority. They have different names. There's something Youth Council Youth Forum, but they're definitely there. To direct yourself to them, I would go through to the youth services and go through from there. There's also a lot of young ambassadors through Children's Rights Young Ambassadors with Sally Holland, the Children's Commissioner. They're also very active. They're all in contact with each other. So I feel like once you get in contact with one, you, you, you'll get that network going but definitely direct yourself to youth services they'll be more than happy to be involved in some decision making. Thank you Bethany and tell us what you're looking forward to in the year ahead what's your current mission your next project what are you going to be working on in 2021? I think in 2021 I'm looking at how I can move on to my next steps in terms of my career so carrying on the work that's been going on getting young people's voices heard but hopefully sort of moving on with my personal life as well I'm looking forward to that and seeing where things go. Great well I really hope that this region provides the opportunities to you that are needed to keep you here and adding value as you are now for South West Wales. It's been inspiring to talk to you. Thank you for all your input and for your time. We'll keep in touch with you and certainly follow us and keep in touch with us about what you're doing. And to all our listeners, I hope you've enjoyed that conversation with Bethany as much as I have. Lots for us all to think about and some really great advice for how we can all do better in making sure young people have a voice. That's all from me. I've been Dawn Lyle for For The Region and I'll look forward to speaking to you again next week.